This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, what does the White House's infrastructure plan mean for federal agencies? Federal employees could see a bigger pay raise in 2022. And you may see those airport security workers elsewhere now. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Veterans Affairs hospitals and other federal facilities would get some attention under President Biden's infrastructure plan. The president wants to set aside $18 billion to repair and modernize VA facilities. Biden's plan would also invest $10 billion in other federal buildings. It calls for the creation of a federal capital revolving fund to help agencies buy, renovate, or modernize their buildings. The Trump administration recommended a similar fund. VA hospitals on average are 58 years old. The department is already in the middle of a congressionally mandated facility review that's similar to the base realignment and closure process. The Biden administration is doubling down on federal research in artificial intelligence and other emerging tech. Its $2 trillion infrastructure plan calls for giving the National Science Foundation an additional $50 billion and directs the agency to create a technology directorate to coordinate interagency research. The spending plan also calls for $40 billion in upgrading labs at federal research agencies such as the Energy Department. Federal employees could see a bigger pay raise in 2022. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Biden administration is planning to propose a 2.7% pay raise for most civilian federal employees next year. That's well above the 1% pay bump they got for 2021. The administration is supposed to preview its 2020 budget request in the coming days, but it's unclear whether the federal pay proposal will make the first round or come out later this spring with the president's full budget request to Congress. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Small businesses should have an eventful spring as GSA is preparing to take major steps with two mega small business focused government wide contracts. GSA says it expects to award the 8A Stars 3 GWAC before the summer. The agency released the solicitation for the third version of this contract in July. Additionally, GSA says the Polaris Small Business GWAC request for proposals should also be out by this summer at the earliest, and another draft RFP before then is possible. In fiscal 2020, agencies spent more than $2.6 billion on small business GWACs. The Postal Service's persistent mail delays threaten the ability to vote by mail in state and local elections this year. That's according to the groups leading a federal lawsuit against USPS. The plaintiffs are calling on the court to issue a preliminary injunction that would force the Postal Service to prioritize ballot delivery in this year's special elections. USPS implemented extraordinary measures to expedite ballot delivery in last year's elections. The Department of Homeland Security lays out its cyber priorities under the Biden administration. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. DHS is rolling out a series of 60-day cybersecurity-focused sprints as part of the Biden administration's broader response on cyber threats. That includes sprints on ransomware, the cyber workforce, and election security. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says the sprints are meant to break interagency roadblocks in cyber response. DHS must lead by example. We must have our own house in order before we can expect others to heed our advice. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. 
Agency cybersecurity leaders have new marching orders from DHS to address a recent incident. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. Agency CIOs have two new deadlines to meet to protect their networks and systems from the Microsoft Exchange vulnerability. CISA expands its emergency directive from last month to require agencies by April 5th to run the current version of the Microsoft Safety Scanner in full scan mode and report the results to CISA. CIOs must continue to scan their systems each week for the next month. Additionally, by June 28th, CISA wants agencies to take seven steps to further harden all Microsoft Exchange servers. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Transgender service members can once again serve openly in the military and receive medical care and assistance regarding gender dysphoria. The new policy is in stark contrast to the Trump administration guidance that largely banned transgender people from the military. The new policy comes after a two-month review to develop new guidelines. Many more sexual assault survivors are coming forward in recent years. However, that has not precluded them from retaliation in the military. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. A new report from the RAND Corporation finds that retaliation for talking about one's sexual assault in the military is high, even if it's not reported through official channels. 54% of military women who have been assaulted and filed an official complaint experience either social or professional retaliation. 17% of women who only told friends and family also face retaliation. RAND says the high stigma is a serious problem in the military because it keeps sexual assault victims from reporting their assaults. RAND recommends working with military leaders to intervene and respond to retaliatory actions. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Army signs a 10-year, up to $22 billion deal with Microsoft to outfit soldiers with futuristic headsets. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The devices go far beyond the capabilities of previous generations of night vision goggles, adding augmented reality capabilities. Although the new contract is large, the Army's link-up with Microsoft isn't new. The two entities started working on the Integrated Visual Augmentation System, or IVAS, in 2018 under a smaller rapid prototyping contract. The agreement is good for at least five years. The full $22 billion value would come into play if the Army exercises all of its contract options for another five. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. A former intelligence analyst and airman pleads guilty to illegally disclosing classified information to the press. The Justice Department says Daniel Hale sent six highly classified documents to a reporter while working as a contractor doing work for the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. The contents of those documents were later published by the reporter's news outlet. Hale faces up to 10 years in prison. And while they check you in for a COVID vaccination shot, they might also ask you to put your cell phone on the table. Federal News Network's Tom Temin explains. 50 Transportation Security Administration employees volunteer to help FEMA administer vaccines. They're part of a department-wide call for Homeland Security's Surge Capacity Force. Volunteers can spend up to 45 days helping FEMA deal with disaster response wherever needed. The latest surge squad had to go to Texas for training before assignment throughout the country. The surge capacity force was last activated in 2012 for Hurricane Sandy. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.